0: This is Lars, I'm the lead support from Maryland. Sam Houston. Eh. He's pleasant. You're <laughs> listening to the DU football show.
1: <laughs> Fucking right, unpleasant. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, that was after a whole lot of single malt Scotch whiskey being consumed on the uh, porch of my house on Saturday. There's nothing wrong with that at all. A whole lot of cigars. It was a lovely night. That's awesome. Let's start the show.
2: Born in the- A fan of fuckin' Everton Punch you in the eye And drink your rye Sam Houston Sam
3: Houston?
2: Arsenal fans Have another Sam Ray K.A. The fucking Gooner Graham of my lord Looks great in shorts Sam, Sam Graham. Sam Graham Fuckin' United!
1: Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show—a completely biased recap of the English Premier League—is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the uh, cute hairstyle stud Samuel Graham.
0: I am absolutely chuffed, my friend. <laughs> No Malort Sammy today. Yeah,
1: it's been uh, it's been
2: uh, three, <laughs> one week did you look three three <laughs> weeks
1: of uh, of uh, Malort uh, marriage for in a row. That's right. Yeah, we are th- both three on the bump and both getting ready to do our third shot of Malort again. The kazoo collapse continues. Yes, yes. the kazoo <laughs> collapse does continue. No wow. shit. We're recording at DU Public House, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Of course I can.
0: Uh, in the comments of this live video is one way you could do it. Absolutely. But that would be at DU Football Show on all the social medias. And, of course, uh, Show at gmail.com to get in touch by email. You can catch all our cool swag at the DU Drip Shack, which the um, – Link is in all of our bios on the social medias. So at do you football show again to find that, uh, just check in the bio and you can get all this cool stuff. As well as Patreon.com backslash do you football show. Sign up to the one tier that we're eventually going to have here. Nope.
1: It is now officially oh, November one. Way. It is one tier.
0: We're down to one, one tier one tier. Sign up to that one tier and you can get all of our extra content, uh, which would be sound check, mm-hmm. our pre show actual sound check where we tell funny stories about our week just to check our sound levels and then injury and, time which is our preview show
1: and where host uh might get you mad at producers for cutting them off while the producer is doing her actual job going you're interrupting my story <laughs> right after being mad at me for
0: asking people to laugh at a pretty funny fucking joke <laughs> Well, that's just you desperate for attention. Yeah, well, you too. No, listen to me. (laughs) Listen to me. And I'm on the other side. I want someone to laugh. Same shit.
1: Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both share a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink or maybe two in our hands each and every single show. Mr. Graham, what are we drinking? So if you would be so
0: kind as to grab the bottles, there we go. We have two different single barrel selections from stores that I sell. They are the same product, but different single barrels. So, All Allview Liquors chose one of them. Uh, Mount Airy Liquors chose the other one, uh, which are both local stores that I call on.
1: Where is the, okay, uh, single bottle bottle for the Maryland Crab is the Mount Airy one? Yep. There we go. That'd be that one. And then, and then the syndicate is the other one. Yep, the syndicate. Which... So that'd be, uh,
0: the syndicate is all of you slash uh, drug city.
1: And they also love to put uh, little stickers on the back. And so this one, because it's Jefferson's. They did Jefferson's moving yeah. on up.
0: So this is a brand that I used to sell. I don't represent this brand anymore, um, but it is still delicious. I still drink it to this day. They're bourbon, which is the skews that I had. They have since released their rye. This is the Jefferson's rye whiskey finished in cognac casks. Lovely. There was only two. Uh, barrels that came to the state, um, Mount Airy split one with a, another store. I can't remember off the top of my head who they split theirs with. And then, of course, all of you in Drug City split theirs, uh, being the syndicate, and uh, which they do with a lot of their barrel picks. Yep, yep. They are two very different representations of the exact same whiskey. Uh, they both cost me around seventy bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mount Airy's was seventy one ninety nine. All views were sixty nine ninety nine. I believe. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but they had. Uh, yeah, v- vastly different ends of the same spectrum. Mm-hmm. They're both forty-seven percent by volume, so ninety-four proof. Jeffersons did mm-hmm. proof them down before they released the barrels, um, but they still are a very accurate representation of a rye whiskey finished in a cognac cask. Mm-hmm. But again, just two very opposite sides of it. So if you want to give it a go, real fast.
1: Um, and before we get into uh, the sipping, if you don't mind, I was gonna since we have nice big. Glencairn Glass is full of uh, whiskey. Give a little talk about how, and we also have the video element as well, talk about how to smell and taste uh, spirit versus wine. Absolutely. Uh, so wine... So, uh, if you oh, don't mind, do you yeah, want to do yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, mind, I thought you told me to uh, no, do no, it. No, I, I was about to say, I wanted to <laughs> do this. So. No, no problem. All good. Uh, one of the first things you want to do with spirits, don't embrace your inner cork dork. Do not shove your nose in the glass. When you inhale, sure. all you are going to get is ethanol. It's just going to burn your nose hairs, and it's not going to be pleasant at all. So when people talk about the aromas that they get from a whiskey, generally hold it just below your nose, breathe in and out of your mouth. You'll get all the aromas without any of the pesky burning, right? Now, when you taste, gotta remember, one of the major components to alcohol is heat. So it's going to be hot. It's going to burn. It's going to have a little bit of a sting to it. So Think like how mouthwash has alcohol and heat, and then when it dies down, it becomes more easier and pleasant. I'm not telling you to swish it around your mouth, but hold it for a second. Let the fat center of your tongue experience the heat first. Then go ahead and roll it around your palate and finish it.
0: And then swallow.
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> so which, you, which one was
1: that for you? This is number one, Mount Airy. Definitely get that big mint, um, a little more peppery rye in that, it seems to me. Have you tasted both of them? No, I have not. Okay. So,
0: go ahead and taste the second one. Wow, that's got a
1: major mint bomb on the back end.
0: I think Mount Aries, I'm sorry, has a bigger sweetness up front, Mm -hmm. and the pepper, not so much, where All Views is a little less sweet up front, and then big pepper and mint on Mm -hmm. the back end. So, I think they're- that you still get a nice pepper with Mount Airy's, but it's, it's not as long-lasting, and it's not as spicy. Right. But there's a lot more that the cognac cast seemed to have a lot more effect on it. It's a lot sweeter, sweeter. up front. Yeah, big time. I'd love tasting these side-by-side. Side. I thought it was very interesting. When I heard they both got the same thing but different mm-hmm. barrels, I had to buy a, bar- a bottle of each. Yeah. And I, it's fantastic. That's a really fun
1: comparison. Yeah, absolutely. Both, I mean, they both have the... Uh, peppery, minty, eucalypti mm-hmm. thing going on that's very, yep. you know, kind of commonplace with older rye. Younger rye, the minty, eucalypti thing will be more dill pickly. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's really lovely. Both and are fantastic. It's awesome, right? Yeah. But they're both very good barrels, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just the uh, opportunity that it was, you know, both accounts of yours that got the only barrels that are in the that animal. are in the state yeah yeah it's awesome
0: <clears throat> very cool uh i had one more thing i wanted to do real quick
1: okay what's that um a
0: quick little kind of preview into what we do on injury time okay uh so i poured i brought a little special and i i brought uh, a little taster for all three of us oh lovely this is a uh trappist ale which is made by monks mm-hmm. um this particular one comes from belgium it's trappist rose fort number 10 Okay, 11.2 ounces uh, per can, but 11.3, which is the number I was trying to read originally, (laughs) is uh, percent by volume.
1: (laughs) More percent by volume than the size of the class.
0: Which is another reason why I wanted to split it between the three of us. Yes. Okay, so this is a a Belgian triple. Um, It is an authentic Trappist, so it is made by monks. Now, what I the reason I bought this, and I wanted to give people a little taste of what injury time is like, is there's a lot more shit talking. Uh, we often refer to
1: it as DU after dark.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, very and- true.
3: A very inappropriate conversations sometimes. We,
1: we have a t-shirt on the drip shack that says DU after dark. This it may be- or may not have a pastry on it.
3: <laughs> there's a story behind that.
0: This being made by monks. Mm-hmm. Um. And thank God it happened before we recorded and came on, but Tottenham just had a coming to Jesus moment. So <laughs> yes, I wanted did. to make sure we brought this in and uh, and we all partook and we got everyone a little taste of what we do on Injury Time. And, and that's uh, a dig.
3: <laughs> it's very roasty, uh, creamy, and I really like that yeasty, bready on the background.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a meal in a glass.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. it's
0: delightful. It's awesome. Also, I don't remember the name of it, Actually, now I'd have to Google that, and I'll put it up on the socials later. There is the very first certified, authentic Trappist brewery in the United States just started releasing their beer. Really? It's, wow. It's uh, in Massachusetts somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a uh, monastery that's been there for a long time. They've applied year after year after year after <coughs> year to try to get into the Trappist family. Finally got accepted.
1: Awesome. Very cool. That, yep. That's that's actually very cool news to um, hear.
0: So far, it's, stuff's only available, as far as I can tell from their website, stuff is only available in New England. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, only as south as New York. But hopefully, fingers crossed, there's stuff's coming down here soon because all of us love Trappist. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, again, it's a meal in a glass. We can have two in a night. Mm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and- you're good. Well, and that's that's the <laughs> problem with with it because it's got such a big alcohol content oh, yeah. to it, and it's heavy, right? So you can only really put down two because you just feel full. Oh, but it's delightful. It's but fucking delightful. But they go delightful. down so fucking easy. Yeah. God, yeah, they're I'm, easy. They're an I'm easy almost drink.
3: done with my glass. It's like once yeah. I have one sip, I want another, mm-hmm. and then I just you get that alcohol bubble that comes off like. uh fermented currants yeah on the back neck. Yeah, okay mm-hmm. and i can just, see that there's a lot going on in every sip you pick up something different about a beer like this and that's that's why i also love this styles because it's it's a discovery in every gulp
0: all right Put okay. that on t-shirt that is a t-shirt <laughs> by the way everybody we just want to make sure you drink responsibly uh but how we do the liquor on this main show that's how we do the beers on injury time. So if you want to check it out one more time, Patreon.com backslash DU Football Show. Sign up to the brand new, new and improved one motherfucking tier, and you can get all of that extra content. Uh,
3: by the way, you also get more Mel. So you, uh, producer Mel fans, you're welcome.
1: And she's usually kind of sauced by then. <laughs> <laughs> hence, hence why we have. Fewer Patreon listeners than regular show listeners.
3: Oh, hush.
1: Hit that mute button, woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sam, we're going to cheers ourselves since we both have two glasses. So Sounds good to me. Let's get into the show. We
0: added this video element. Kind of takes away the magic of radio. Mine sounded
1: fantastic. Mine went doo-doo-doo. All right, hold on. There we go. Oh, Olaf Berger Girl thing Sexy. That is fucking great. Tell
0: you something, it's hard to do a podcast with a chubby, okay?
1: Heard. (laughs) All right. Oh, wrong show, wrong show. (laughs) (laughs) The top three clubs all had three different results. As the rest of the league said, hey, not so fast. Crystal Palace 2, Manchester City 0, Liverpool 2, Brighton 2, Chelsea 3, Newcastle 0. Uh, Vieira and the boys finally get their first big, uh, big upset. And And you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. At some point, it was going to come. Um, And, and, and this team, historically, Palace, has gotten city a few times.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about this with, with like Norwich, for instance. What do they work on midweek? Can you tell? Mm -mm. There seems to be no plan. There seems to be no execution. There seems to be no anything. Yeah. Every week since Patrick Vieira has been in charge, Palace has improved. You can see, hey, they look like they're trying harder on set pieces. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, they look like they're trying to break out from the back better. Hey, they look like they're trying to do this. And finally, all of those things came together in one game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean it's even if they aren't getting the results, you see the improvement on the pitch, right? Like, oh, they got the draw against Newcastle. And you would have liked to if you're a Palace supporter, we obviously stole you want to see the against win. Them. Right. You know, and you watch them and you're just like they, they, they're Getting fucking, it, it, they're getting it. Yeah, they're, they're getting fucking it. getting it. And this one, especially because, let's face it, the way the, the way they get that first goal is, oh, wait. Zaha and Gallagher pressing. And they're going to play out of the back. Fuck you. We're going to go after you. Absolutely. And there was a mistake made, and boom, goal.
0: Zaha was able to poke the ball away. Gallagher took control, um, drove at the defense, putting them on the back foot, played Zaha in, who made a great run. It was an excellent ball. Now Zaha scuffed his shot in the mm-hmm. most perfect fucking way possible mm-hmm. because it put uh Ederson kind of hesitant. Kind of it, mixed foot in team. Yeah. It was great. The whole thing was great from them. <laughs> that is also just want to say one win, one draw, and two losses in their last four home games against Palace in wow. the Premier League. As we remember the three two, was it that yeah, Andrews yeah, yeah. Townsend? Scored, that, scored a that screamer.
1: Yeah. He's good for one of those a season. So, but
0: this seems to be their bogey team. A lot like Brightland uh Brightland. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Brighton, excuse me, is for Arsenal. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just every team has that kind of team, you know, that they just can't
1: get a fucking result at. Um, this was a match that uh Emmerich Laporte had wished he hadn't started, hadn't been on the field at all. He have himself not so good day. No, he did not. He was directly responsible for the first goal with the mistake and the loss of the ball. Of course. And then, of course, got it
0: thread. Mm-hmm. Now, so we were... You have to kind of take these in comparison, even though we're not doing them together in the same segment. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked a lot with Jeet about this uh, over text. <coughs> and the... I can't remember. Was it Johnny Evans that pulled back Aubameyang mm-hmm. in yes. the game with Lester? Yes. So... My initial reaction to that was "Is not a red. I believe that that foul began before Aubameyang was away. Right. Emmerich Laporte, however, and this is why I believe this was a red, Emric Laporte tries to go around Zaha mm-hmm. and get the ball. Once he missed the ball, he then pulled him back and fouled him. Yeah. So the foul began
1: when Zaha was on the other side of him. Yeah, and it wasn't even a hard pull. He just... Grabbed the waist real quick and pulled the hands away because he was trying to just
3: yeah, slow just him slow down him with yeah, yeah, yeah. slow
1: him up without the ref seeing it. And Zaha we may want to talk about how easy he goes down, but he felt those hands go around on his hips and he was like, "Down." Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. It was,
1: and and you should, you should. It I'll looked say, like I'll it looked again. like the softest red ever but it's
0: undeniably a red card. Everybody talks shit about Reggie Miller or whoever, right, about diving or, you know, taking Mm -hmm. a charge. I'm sorry, celebrates those players in the NBA for Mm -hmm. taking a charge when they barely get touched. Mm -hmm. Why is it any different for soccer players? Yeah. You know, I don't condone diving. I'm not part of that. But if you feel contact and you don't go down, do the refs call it? Yeah. No, they don't. So when you feel that contact, you have to go down. And to the letter of the law, like I said, in Johnny Evans' instance, the foul began when Aubameyang was still in front of him, right? So versus, there's still the
1: chance to stop him.
0: Correct. Versus where Laporte didn't foul Zaha, in my opinion, until he was already on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, the the foul on the other side was an extension of the first instance with with Evans, and that's why that's where I find the difference. I in my gut, and I'm an Arsenal supporter. We all know this pro Arsenal agenda. Do you drip check? Um, <laughs> shameless Such plug. a whore. Sameless plug. Where where you see that, my gut instinct was that's not a red card. Right. He should be yellow carded for that. Where when I watched Emmerich Laporte's back, I was like,
1: definitely send he's, him off. He's yeah, gone. He is. He's, he's gone. He's on
0: the other side. It's
1: not even a question. He's gone. He and ga- and he no one was close enough no. to even, Zaha would have been off to the races a thousand
0: percent. He gambled and he <clears throat> fucked up. And there was no foul committed at all. He gambled and he fucked up. And And then he yanked him back at the end of it.
1: Well, and then Palace still had to do a job, man. They still had to do a job because that was at halftime. Oh, City dominated. And City was all over them. City had a goal called back. Yep. Was offsides. Definitely offsides, you know? It got called back. But then, you know, you like to see when a player puts in all the hard work, gets that goal at the end with uh, Connor Gallagher. Like, he just. And,
0: And him personally scoring that goal was very satisfying. Yeah, because of the game that he played, he the, played. His how immense dick off. he's been this season.
1: He, I mean, in he's general. directly involved in why the first goal happened. He then, when you when you find yourself in a scenario where you're on your back heels trying to hold off the mighty city at the Etihad, guess who probably does the most work out of everybody there? The central midfielders. So Gallagher is running his balls off the rest of the game, and then is rewarded by getting that that C off the match and call it a day goal.
0: This was uh, one B reason I chose to incorporate a Trappist. Sorry, Lars. I just did it again. In a little snippet of what we do on injury time. And the uh, note, I almost said lyric, Mel. The note that I wrote here was, City had a very uphill task from there, talking about the sending off. Yeah. Just prior to halftime. Jesus, just after halftime, thought he had scored. But it turned out Judas, Phil Foden, Uh Uh-huh was offside and undermined his message
1: <laughs> you're very proud of that line are I am that's
0: pretty good and uh, between those two things I said let's do a Travis
1: <laughs> I need beer made by monks <laughs> excellent so is this a uh, is this a blueprint to beat city that just got put out to him or no, is this uh, one there is
0: there is no blueprint to beat city yeah um, to be honest they uh, whether they play with somebody through the middle and a false nine like Foden yeah whether they play you know a proper 9 in in Jesus um even though he's seen as a winger in Brazil actually probably plays better on the wing but he does mm-hmm. kind of play like a fox in the box when he is up top right they have too many options too many weapons uh i think this is a one off they're they're known for one a season that you kind of scratch your head at and you go huh eh. yeah.
1: what
0: just happened
1: and i think this was that that game now the problem even pep looked confused at the end of it but the problem with that is is that one head scratcher? Honestly, with as tight as this top three teams are going to be, could be enough to lose you the fucking league. Oh, absolutely! Like that's how that's how tight it is. Because until you see Chelsea have that major gaff, so far they've held their own against everybody. Yeah. What they don't want the. I mean, yeah, they lost to City, but City goes and fucks off against uh, Palace. That doesn't. I mean, that all that, that, that does is help nullifies Chelsea. that game. Now,
0: now, if you if you look at, uh, there is a part of me. And and this is what you would call a professional transition. There is a part of me that thinks Pep and Klopp with their two respective games are such football nerds mm-hmm. that they're both actually kind of a little happy of
1: how exciting the games were.
0: <laughs> very true. Even though they didn't get the result they
1: liked. I, you know, and like you said, <laughs> nice, nice professional transition. Liverpool start very, very lively, seem to be on their way. They're up to nothing. It could have been three or four, nothing. There was a goal called off. Like perfect control. Yeah, because we're not playing volleyball. And then, and then a little, a little dinker in the sunlight that Allison loses, which you really can't blame him. It's a tough spot, you know. He's a little off the line, and he meant to do that though. And then next thing that you know, that is audacious. And then the next thing you know, it's two to one, and that's right at the half, and then it's a game. Yep. And Brighton went okay. And we saw that last week. We'll play.
0: Brighton fucked off the first half. Mm-hmm. and came out. We said it again. It was a tale of two halves. They came out the second half on it, and mm-hmm. they did that again in this game as well. Now, and everybody that I've seen, at least, all, all the proper pundits, <laughs> not us, right, uh, have talked about it, uh, or haven't you, talked you about, I'm sorry, pundits. That's that, cute. that I've noticed, right, is that Brighton actually had a very good chance early on to take the lead. Yes, they with, did. Inside of two, three minutes. Yep and nobody talks about that miss away from home you have to go fuck now what right right it 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 has to deflate you a little bit Mm -hmm. even though your position isn't worse than it was necessarily right you're still nil nil, but you go is that it as good of liverpool has been this season
1: is that is that the moment we just fucked it off
0: yeah is that the chance that we got yeah Right, and so something crept in. I think something crept into those players, and they kind of fell within themselves. We got to keep it at nil nil now. We're not mm-hmm. gonna get another chance like that. Right, yeah. And they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, right. So let two goals in. Obviously, um, you had the Mane header, which was brilliant. The ball was better than the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Oxley Chamberlain. Obviously, yep. it was their second goal, but Jordan Henderson right great shot fantastic shot yeah only to be bettered by being five yards wider and weppo fucking banging it in from <laughs> yeah. the middle of nowhere yeah. i don't care if the sun was in his eyes he should have never attempted the shot
1: yeah no that shot should have never <laughs> what been do you taken.
0: do? i as soon as it left his foot i stood up on my couch and was like the fuck are you doing goal well done
1: <laughs> well done!
0: <laughs> It's one that, you know, if I was Eves Basuma, which was the position I played, a
1: defensive midfielder,
0: I'd be like, no, no, yes! (laughs) (laughs) It was
1: fucking brilliant. It it really was. And and give all the credit to Brighton. You you looked the beast right in the face and you fought him back. Absolutely. And, And deserved point. Deserved point. Do we think Graham Potter's going to go to Tottenham? Uh no. I don't think he'll leave where he's at currently midseason. And that is a name that has been floated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't see him leaving midseason.
0: I don't either. Just asking the question, because I've seen his name floated. Yeah. Well just I mean we're just in gonna... case Antonio Conte turns down the Spurs job again.
1: Right. Which which is that that is a whole other we're gonna discuss exactly <laughs> that because I love how everybody's saying how he's already the guy and I'm like didn't he tell him to fuck off once already? But <laughs> yeah. anywho, we will talk about that's next segment. Next segment. Like I just said before, I'll repeat it again. There's zero room for errors now. These top three teams, they're all exceptionally good. All of them are good enough to win it. And it really is going to come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. You know, it's fun.
0: I think West Ham actually have a pretty easy run in the next few games. Mm-hmm. And right now, they're tied with City on points. Yeah. And the way they the could way they're playing. to be tied with City on points for a mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. The fun part about the Premier League, what we've always said, is it literally is any giving Sunday. Yeah. Um. It is a sprint. Right? I'm sorry. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I, right. I Exactly. That, I was letting you. I was. I was letting um, you fix
1: that on your own. I yeah. I, I could see the gears <laughs> yeah. moving. I I saw <laughs> them go, were you were like, it, yeah. wait, were huh? That was hmm, wrong.
0: But. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. So over a 38-game season, shit usually works itself out. Yeah. But if you put yourself in the right position at the right time, it could be very difficult to dislodge you. Mm-hmm. Arsenal's getting hot. Not that they're going to finish in the top four, but they right. could make it difficult. West Ham are hot as fuck right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I fancy Villa to get it right soon. Oh, good. I really do. I fancy Everton to get it right soon. You get some in- people back from injury, mm-hmm. you're flying again, oh, right?
1: Today, today, there was a ton back from injury. We just didn't start well.
0: Literally, anyone in this division could beat anyone else except Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. Norwich can't Agreed. do a goddamn thing. Everybody else can beat anyone else in this division on any given day. Uh, and
1: it that's what makes the Premier League the most exciting league in the world. I've said it every week so far. Allow me to say it again. Sam, there is going to be very good teams that are going to finish in the bottom half of the table. Absolutely. They're going to 100%. finish in 12th and 13th place. Completely agree. Where you look at them and go, and, and you'll look at them at 12th and 13th place and realize they were a point off of 8th or 7th. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's how fucking good this league is this year it's yep. really that good and,
0: and i don't think liverpool will be in this issue but when they could have gone on and got seven against united and didn't
1: that's <clears> the that's the kind of margins that you're going to need to exploit i couldn't agree more i could not agree more um chelsea just like the other two weren't in a good place at the end of the first half you know it's like yeah liverpool absolutely liverpool was up two to one it but your bet off didn't it yeah, oh yeah oh yeah they could well uh, both my bets got fucked off because obviously Liverpool didn't win. They won the first half, they didn't win the second half. Right. They need to win by 3. Chelsea won by 3 and won the second half, but they didn't win the first half. So it fucked first, off. Yeah. So yeah, yep. so both of my bets missed because uh yeah. Hey, don't sweat it. My miss too. Yeah, just, I'm just getting hey, hey. used to missing all my bets. Sure money. Sure money it's definitely <laughs> sure money. Whatever we do, opposite and you'll hit. <laughs> They really did struggle. I I mean, they had chances, but it wasn't anything really convincing. And You're like, oh, this is going to turn out to be one of those normal Newcastle-Chelsea games where, uh, you know, Newcastle goes and fucks off and scores one and wins one-nothing. You're all left scratching your heads. What the fuck?
0: Well, so Graham Jones, it seems, his philosophy under Steve Bruce was to try to get the team to play. But now that he's been in temporary charge, his philosophy has been... Sit back and don't do anything. Just try to keep it tight. Yeah. Because in the two games that they've played, I think it was 30-odd percent possession in the first one, and this one is 20.8%. Right. They almost gave Chelsea 80% of the ball.
1: Right. And you do that, you're eventually going to get scored on. And
0: the only thing they tried to do was pump the ball to St. Maximin. How easy is it to defend one player? It's exceptionally easy. Very simple. And it, it just, I don't know what in the fuck he's trying to do. Obviously not trying to get the job
1: full time. Well, and <laughs> also giving up a brace to a wing back. Yeah. That's
0: never That's thing. Never good. <laughs> Listen, if you play fantasy f- EPL at all, if you play mm-hmm. fantasy football, pick Chelsea fullbacks. <laughs> Yeah, because apparently they like to score. Chilwell had, now, because he didn't score in this game, Chilwell had three and four games. mm mm-hmm. uh, The previous three, obviously, yep. a goal each. And then Reese James has four in his last four. Yeah. Or some shit. Yep. It, it's absolutely as insane. As
1: scored a couple already this season, so as, uh two, two dominant, dominant strikes. So uh, is they, what's a facer? Um, allegedly Marcus Alonzo. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, kills, pe- I allegedly exactly kills people in cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as I, say I knew exactly what you were talking like, about. Like, yeah, I know that drunk.
0: <laughs> but it, 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 both of it reached James strikes, and with either foot as well, were absolute rockets. Yeah, yep. brilliant, just brilliant. I uh, so, so then one, one shot from six attempts on target is right. not good. Well, and from, that's from Newcastle. You got to do something different here.
1: They're in legit trouble. Oh, yeah.
0: Big time. And And if they can't lure somebody in because of the trouble they're in in January, that's... What are they going to do? Get Nuno?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's catastrophically bad. What's he
0: going to do with that team?
1: Right. I mean, it's...
0: How is he supposed to change
1: that setup? Right. What? And Big Sam's going to fix that problem? No. Like, no. 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 (laughs) Like... They're in a bad fucking way, and all the money in the world isn't going to fix that until they actually change the entire culture of that team. I'm going to do that in one player.
0: The richest club in the world being in the championship. I'd be so going funny. to love when that It'll happens. Be so funny. <laughs> be
1: so fucking funny. All right, Sam. First and foremost. I need you to put your hand over top of your pants and keep the rager down after I'm about to say what I'm going to say. Can't do it. The two North London clubs oh are going in very, <laughs> very different directions. Arsenal 2, Leicester nil. Man United 3, Tottenham nil. Sorry, I just poked myself in the eye. with my a wanger. I'm going to let you do most of the talking here when it comes to uh, the Gunners, but I just want to say real quick, because I... Uh, Like to do this every time a particular position stands on its head. Aaron Ramsdale, stand up and be fucking counted, son. Jesus.
0: You know what? You know what? I'll let you handle this part since you were a former goalkeeper. You go for it real uh, quick. I just, he was the man of the match, as voted by the fans
1: on the Premier League app. He just you had, go for it. He had, like, two, three brilliant fuck saves. How about saved? the one save? The one off the... That's the, what the I want you to talk about. The, the James Manesson... down uh-huh. Manages to get it just wide enough. It cuts under him, and then they get cleared off the line.
0: And Partey cleared it off the yeah, line. Just, Party time again. It's just like scoring a goal, oh, that fuck. is. What a performance. Gorgeous save. Just so, that. it was straight away... Arsenal on the front foot again. Mm-hmm. They actually took advantage of it again. They kept pressing, got a second goal. And then I, t- I said this last week. I said this on injury time. What do you do to Leicester to win the game? You give them the fucking ball. Yeah. They're a counter-attacking side. Yeah. Yeah. As an Arsenal supporter, as Arsenal Football Club, you worry about do- Excuse me. doing that. The other thing about Trappists is they're very... Yeah. Uh burpee. Yeah. What like there's a lot of what's it called? Words carbonation. Are, words are fun. <laughs> they are. Couldn't remember <laughs> the words, word words are carbonation. Fun. Yep. You just heard my brain fart. <laughs> the, <laughs> so <laughs> um but so you worry about Arsenal doing that, right? Because mm-hmm. they're known for clownish bullshit at the back. Right. They're known for, you know, being at sixes and sevens at times and not being able to stay compact and in position. But they did. Um, Ramsdale did well when he was called on but all in all the defense was pretty fucking solid trust your back four they Don't did well job. they communicated they picked up runners mm-hmm. when Ramsdale made a a brave save I mean he just threw himself at Johnny Evans off of the back of the free mm-hmm. kick and the spectacular save threw himself at Johnny Evans ball kind of carooms off his ribs and spinning on the goal line and I believe it was Partey. Might have been Gabrielle. Yeah. I don't remember. I thought I saw number five. Stealing. I thought it was Partey. I think I'm almost sure I think it was, was Partey as well. Stolen cleared the ball off the line. Stayed switched mm-hmm. on, which how many times have we said a shot goes in and where the fuck is Granite Jaca? Right. Where the fuck is whoever? Right. They should have been tracking that runner and the rebound gets put in, right? How many times mm-hmm. have we said that over the last yep. three seasons doing this stuff? Well, and um, also so- it
1: would appear Partey's starting to meld into the role of being the holding midfielder. Mm-hmm. Starting to show what he being showed. Being a leader. Well, showed what he showed when he was with uh, Atleti. Yeah, You know, starting absolutely. to show those
0: well, he's, roots. He's finally had a string of games where he could build his fitness properly. Right, true. The other thing that I love to see is <clears throat> Alba's been very much a lead by example type of guy. Right. Done not really say much, I'm going to go score two goals, though. Right. And I only had nine touches this whole game, you know, kind of thing. Right, right. Where he made a run and a ball got played um, behind him because, I guess, who was it Odegaard, I think, that that passed with the outside of his boot instead right. of the inside of his boot and it tailed off to the wrong side of Obamiang's uh, run. He turned around, threw his arms up, slapped his leg, and pointed at him, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of fucking get in your face leadership that we need. <clears throat> you, the young players don't perform, you fucking put a boot in. Mm-hmm. Hey, fucking get your shit together. You're gonna get dropped.
1: Right, right. And well, we've and been lacking feels like that. Leadership. Finally, our show has options as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But we've been lacking that leadership so mm-hmm. much, and it seems like finally we're turning a corner where people are paying attention. They're listening. They're working for the shirt again they're they're just cohesive we see the plan that Arteta is putting out as we said with Vieira mm-hmm. at Palace we see the plan coming to fruition before our eyes the plan was always to storm to a lead and then sit in right and and it's working yeah. it's fucking working and I'm I'm loving it, it it's games brilliant. Out,
1: profes- a professional win which uh, is something yeah you guys haven't done since the Wenger days mm-hmm. you know it's been that long and uh it's starting to work. The he's other... fallen off his rocker. Ah. Oh, yeah. What does he do? Uh, he works for FIFA now. Oh, good Lord. And now he's trying to say we need a World Cup every two years. Uh, you know we do not. Leicester, again, it's the two-step forward, one-step back. I, I can't help but think that for Leicester this season, they're right back in the pack with everybody else. It's not the normal we're right up there battling for Champions League spots. I feel like this is... You're gonna be somewhere between sixth and tenth. I don't know what's wrong with Jamie Vardy, but and something is. Father time probably fucking caught up to him finally. I don't know. <laughs> red 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 Bull and vodka with Skittles has caught up to him.
0: I mean, Jamie Vardy is the football version of the guitarist uh, fra- Keith Richards. Yes, <laughs> I couldn't yes. remember his name for a second. <laughs> Brain fart number two. Yes, continuing. Uh, <laughs> that one got I cleared. That one pretty quickly though. <laughs> he's the footballing version of Keith Richards, he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with him, but they got to get him scoring again. Um, num- a number one. Uh, I do want to close this uh, particular part of this segment with the fact that uh, Peter Schmeichel, Casper's mm-hmm. dad, mm-hmm. tweeted about the Aaron Ramsdale save. Say said that's the best save he's seen for a few years now. Wow. And I think Aaron Ramsdale was making a stake to displace Jordan Pickford for England's mm-hmm. number one if Jordan Pickford keeps fucking up,
1: eh, Pickford hadn't been fucking up lately. He's actually been playing pretty well. His defense likes to put him in very bad situations. Guess he's say.
0: not giving up goals though.
1: Yeah, true, true. Ramsdale's not giving up goals, and
0: he's making fantastic fucking
1: saves. Yep, absolutely, couldn't agree more. They, the 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 kid is finally growing up into the position because let's face it, with Sheffield and Bournemouth, he made a lot of boneheaded mistakes, and he's hasn't done that yet. Yep, and it's pretty good. Ole changes the formation completely and then goes ahead and throws out the uh, old man's club up top. But <laughs> but at least one of them still likes to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Very Cavani true. at least still likes to run. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably the point of why he put Cavani up there with, with him. With Ronaldo, yeah. Is so one Absolutely. of them would be running. And I also think they kind of went, okay, we're going to accept the fact that... Um, Ronaldo and Fernandez just aren't going to come back, so we're going to go to a back three and have wing backs. Yeah, you know, and for I'm sure. going to put McTominay and Fred in because I'm just <laughs> going to put a fuck ton of defense and then let those three try to go fucking win the game. And it, it fucking worked. I mean, the first half wasn't really all that exciting, other than obviously the goal from Ronaldo right at the end, which was a brilliant piece of scoring by him. But it just First half, it just looked like two teams that were trying their best not to fucking lose.
0: Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. I mean, that's what happens. We have two managers under such pressure. Yeah. In it, but I will say, I don't know that the change in formation had so much to do with the win because Tottenham were very poor. Oh, Tottenham were horrid. They were terrible in this game.
1: A team full of players who don't want to fucking play. Now
0: we got very close to a very honest interview from a Dane, mm-hmm. which I'm always in <clears> favor of. And Pierre emil Hoiberg mm-hmm. at the end of it, uh, essentially being asked what went wrong, and he started to say, Well, the the team just didn't perform because he was about to name names. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was going to name names. There and I was on the edge of my seat, like, please call people out. Call people out. This is gonna be brilliant. It's two- gonna be Roy Keane on Manu T V
1: esque yeah. back in the day. There are <laughs> yeah. and two it just wasn't exceptionally <laughs> literal cultures in Europe. <laughs> And their feds and the, fed, the dates. <laughs> and they, when they just start talking literally because they don't fucking care, it's bloody fucking brilliant. Like they have a Dutch character on uh, oh, Ted, Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is like that is about as Dutch a Dutch can Dutch. No, hundred right percent. I, I had to pause and explain that to
0: Carly why like, that was funny because I'd like, lost my mind yeah, when he was like, like why are you "Well, left? he just sucks, and that's just why it happens." Or <laughs> she's what, like, whatever what is he said. Because like, he's Listen, Dutch. He's Dutch.
1: <laughs> that's what they and do. And at the
0: time, we didn't even know his name. <laughs> yeah. But he was tall, blonde, and he said that. I was like, "He's Dutch.
1: He's Dutch.
0: He's definitely Dutch."
1: Yep. Very good. Um.
0: Oh, the, the big! St- I got yeah. one of my, you know Chris mm-hmm. at uh, Dorsey. Yes, yes. Uh, one of my other stores, one of your stores, mm-hmm. actually back in the day. Um, he uh, asked me today. I saw him. He's got kidney stones. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been at the store for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came in uh, today, and I saw him. And he asked me, he "Goes, hey, please tell me, you're done with Ted Lasso." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I'm done." And he goes, "Did you and Carly do Roy and Keeley?" <laughs> last night (laughs) for halloween Uh, and i was like no i just walked around with the kids we didn't do anything and i said i mean i was in black and jeans because standard uniform right it is my age group and (laughs) uh said but no she didn't do anything like skimpy like keely does you know on the show and uh he was like well damn it next year you're doing it and you got to tell me a month in advance so i can grow my beard out and be beard And (laughs) and i'm walking around with you guys i don't care and i was like fine
1: Great beard <laughs> I love it
3: Now you gotta find a Ted Lasso I know yep. right And a Nate You need a Nate too
1: No fuck Nate <laughs> I'm gonna punch Nate in his face <laughs> hey, hey We're not allowed to talk about it Save it save, save it for when we do the two show weeks, Thank you very Two weeks Two weeks Yep Absolutely weeks. Uh, Now the big story of course uh, Today uh, Nino Esperto Santo Gets let go by Tottenham Hotspur They claim to Already be Close to signing Their next manager it Is rumored <laughs> that it is going to be Conte That's what
0: they said In the summer too Ended um, up with their seventh choice in Nuno.
1: Yeah, oh, it, it's so we, Cracker Jack I, Club. Well, I think since Jose, people don't want to manage that club. No, of course not. They like they know Jose that didn't want to manage that they, club. They, they he didn't. They know Levy's not going to spend money. Harry they, Kane wants to go. They're not gonna yep. sell like what do they think that they're going to like okay great you bring on Conte he's going to get a little bit of a song out of those guys but Nuno was a new manager he'd been there for four months Oh no! so if he's not going to get a song out of him like the new guy's suddenly going to get something out of him yeah because it's very simple
0: it's like being in jail Mm -hmm. you walk in and you hit the biggest cut in the face yeah and you turn around and go who's next yeah. And then nobody wants to fuck with you. Yeah. Right? Nuno walked in. Harry Kane didn't come to training. Harry Kane got match fit. Harry Kane started. Yeah. Conte won't give a shit. He'll walk in and go, you're not performing. Sit on the bench. Right. Right. Get fu- you know what? Fuck you. You're not even in a squad.
1: Yeah. And then you, everybody don't, go, you don't oh, want to be here. You oh, don't want to be here? Harry,
0: yeah. Harry's not in the team. Now what? I better start yeah. working hard. Yeah. Nuno was not a big enough personality to do that. Conte is. Okay.
1: Fair enough. Hype. I don't and think, I don't think Nuno got the time he deserved. I also think he got handed a damaged mis-
0: goods. He made mistake after mistake as well. Oh, of course. I mean, there's a way to make it happen. You don't show up to training. Fuck you. Yeah. Harry Kane should have never played a game in August. He did. The very last game in August that he had, right, and Harry right. Kane played. Well, he wasn't here for half a preseason.
1: Yeah, when he used them,
0: right? He yeah. had a chance to stamp his authority, and he didn't. He just wasn't a big enough personality to do it, in my opinion. I mean, that's right. my opinion. No, obviously, I don't, I don't know disagree. the I don't, don't know disagree. the ins and outs of it. But. I don't
1: disagree. I don't disagree. My my I
3: guess my bigger thing is Jack was still training with Villa. Yeah, exactly. All ahead of his knew move, he was going. Jack he was, he was still, still training. He was still and there, doing around yep. and helping Villa.
1: Doing, doing his fucking job, doing what you're supposed yeah. to do. And it, nobody wants to say it
0: because Harry Kane's England captain. Right. Nobody right. wants to talk about it because he's so important, and he's a very good player, and he scores goals, and he does things, and he does things for the national team. But he's acting like a petulant child. He's acting like Paul Pogba.
1: Yeah, for fuck's sakes, he he would, what led the league in goals and assists last year.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the, the the difference, right? I spank my kids. I'll right. look dead down the camera and say it. I spank my children. And the reason is because they're not going to get anything over on me. Right. Right? I'm not, oh, don't do that. <laughs> okay. And they do it again. Yeah. yeah fuck that shit. <laughs> Come here. Boom. Got You it. ain't going to do it anymore, are you? Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, Nuno just did not have the authority or, or wherewithal to sit Harry Kane down and go, fuck you. You weren't here for three weeks.
1: So it, it's just it's ridiculous. Conte turned down the job before. Why the fuck does he want it now?
0: It's amazing what six months out of work will do. Eh,
1: it's <laughs> fair, but I just why? If why? I was him, I'd rather
0: take the Newcastle job. To be honest, I'd
1: rather sit and just wait. Like, at least I don't them need, they they will spend money. Be like, I don't need your job. I don't need like no. I I I mean really, I'd seriously would sit back and wait. If I if my hair was a little
0: longer and I was Antonio Conte. Mm-hmm. I would take the Newcastle job over the Spurs job. Yeah. Because I know that I'm going to be supported in January with a blank fucking check.
1: Yep. At Tottenham,
0: you won't be. Right. Precisely. So, the f- yeah, sure, Spurs are in a European competition, and Spurs are a bigger club, quote-unquote. Right. Although Newcastle's success is much more sustained over their history versus Spurs, I would tend to say... Now at this point, with the owners they got, at pure footballing sense. By the way, I'm not getting into all the off-field bullshit. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to manage Newcastle than I would. It's going to be a hard couple months. Right. Be, once you hit January, signing after anybody you want, they're going to pay six hundred grand a week. Yeah, you'll get them. They won't care. Yeah, you know, yeah. you'll get them. Spurs won't do that for you. Uh, you're, you're pretty much stuck with the squad you got.
1: Uh, Spurs have. Everton next, who's also losers of three on the bump. Uh, even if they get Conte in, I don't know if they're necessarily if he's going to get a song from them in their first match. I don't think they know how to really play exciting football right now. I really don't, and that's with some of the best players in the world on that side.
0: So I have a feeling if they appoint him tomorrow, for instance, to, well, today by the magic of radio, right? They're still going to either lose or draw on the weekend. Yeah, I think, though, on the international break, with two weeks mm-hmm. to work with that squad, you'll come back and you'll see Harry Kane not start. You'll see all these sorts of things happen, right? right? And the players that he worked with over two weeks will start and get a much better song out of them. Because anybody that's ever played for Conte said they'll run through a wall for him. A lot like David Moyes. Right.
1: Well, they'll I'll tell run you- through a
0: fucking wall for him.
1: Well, I'll tell you this much. If uh, the name of the show isn't uh, a brain fart, it's definitely a song, because apparently that's the verbal crutch we've decided to lay on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Rounding out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. Burnley 3, Brentford 1, Southampton 1, Watford 0, Leeds 2, Norwich 1, West Ham 4, Aston Villa 1, Wolverhampton 2, everton one uh claretts came out swinging in the first half baby Woo! <laughs> real quick <laughs> this uh, is not a normal you got Burnley lead game <laughs> that's them putting three on you <laughs> no
0: nah, but brentford had their chances as well oh, absolutely. i mean it was a good yeah. game yeah Pope had a couple of great it, was, saves. it was wild could have been worse chris wood was called offside and, and I th- was uh, it was a Cornet or something was the ball also in called that off offside yeah. as well
1: yeah um Cornet that I brilliantly picked up after I told everybody that he's a sleeper and nobody else picked him up and then brilliantly left him on my bench.
0: Nice. <laughs> uh, the the opening goal from Chris Wood, though, was a great finish. Oh, yeah. But I can't help but th- uh, think that the goalkeeper was in no man's land. There's no reason yeah, should he should be a coming out for that ball. Yeah, too far um, off the line. And uh, Chris Wood, don't get it wrong, struck it sweetly, but it definitely put the goalkeeper in an awkward position. There's no way he could react that fast. Mm-hmm. Also, something to get after Sean Dice's and uh, Big Sam's heart. Uh huh. It's about a sixty-yard pass, proper Route One stuff. Yep. <laughs> Took two touches, balls in the back of the net.
2: North
1: South. Don't nice have to worry about a goddamn thing. <laughs> this is how we score goals anyway.
0: <laughs> route One football.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Burnley. Burnley very impressive. They, you know, we had said Burnley needs to get a win. They got a fucking win, and it's it's funny for as all of the kind of really aggressive in-your-face football that Brentford plays. Um, it's the slow-you-down team that puts three on you quick, and then they just had no answer. Well,
0: but Brentford, to their credit, after the first goal, I mean, they almost yeah. gave up a second straightaway. That was the Chris Woods offside.
1: No, it was the uh, Cornette, offside, uh, Cornette offside.
0: It's the one that he headed no, it in. No, on of- yeah, but Wood flicked oh, it on initially. Right. Yeah, he yeah. was the one ruled offside. Right. But Ivan Tony put one off the post immediately mm-hmm. after that. Uh, And then there was another chance for Brown. I think they shot just wide right after that. And and almost got back in the game, got it to 2-1, but obviously didn't. And then Matt Loughton out of nowhere. Oh, the header. Yeah. Rose over everyone. I don't even think the two defenders got off the floor. Mm-hmm. It rose over everyone with a with a fantastic header. It was a great ball as well. And then Burnley turned on the style. McNeil had chances. Cornet had a
1: couple shots. Mm-hmm. There,
0: everybody was getting in on the action. Yep. And it was like, who who the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> so I, I kind of want to move on in because we're already really deep in and I want to kind of get done through these last five. No doubt. That's fine. But uh, I do have one question to throw at you. Here's something I was talking about it with Lars on uh, Saturday where we're on the porch. Over the past three years this is would be now your number four you've had a team come up from the championship and not just stay up top 10 finish yeah like wolves seventh mm-hmm. place went to Europe blades ninth place finish Leeds ninth place finish is it out of the question to think that maybe just maybe Brentford could be that team this year and be a top 10 finish
0: there's going to be one caveat to that And it's going to be, if they can change their style of play, just a little. Got it. Very good. Because they do leak goals. Mm -hmm. They have to tighten up at the back. Yeah. If they don't play a little more defensive, that will not – they will stay up, but they won't be top 10.
1: Right. Very good. Now, uh, opportunity – honestly, at the end of the day, the the Saints play a very good game, and they get a tidy win, and they had opportunities to score other goals, and they could have won by more. Mm This is, I feel, more an opportunity wasted by Watford than it is a a game won by Southampton. You just had that great win over Everton. That's the springboard. That should be what makes you go, all right, we're here. Let's go get them. And just kind of a meh. Well, now, so Eh. this was a weird
0: game. Yeah. You see Ranieri starting to take shape, right? Mm -hmm. Watford only allowed one shot on target, but Southampton had a shitload of the ball. Yeah. And the shot on target was a goddamn worldie. Mm-hmm. It was goal of the weekend. Yeah. Gorgeous hands down. Goal.
1: Period. Che Adams was fucking fantastic mm-hmm. in that in that instance. But um, then Che also missed one right off the line that he should have put, that he headed over the goal. The last line I had uh, was, there were chances galore throughout the game, but no
0: quality to actually finish any of them. The funniest one that springs to mind was Che Adams' header from three and a half yards. Over where the he goal. headed the ball, Into the ground, about six inches in front of his face, and honestly, he's unfortunate that the ball didn't hit his head again on the way up and go into the net. Yep. Instead, it missed his head and went and (laughs) carooned over the crossbar.
1: Yeah. Uh, So Southampton, I mean, this is a great win. This is exactly this is one of those six pointers you're going to need to stay up. Absolutely. And for Watford, you're just kind of left going.
0: It's very unlucky. Man, I mean, Watford, your Watford had chances as well. And I mean, like, they, they had a few shots on target that McCarthy did well with. Right,
1: but here was your chance. Yep. Here it was. Here it fucking was, and you just kind of squandered. It It was
0: just so weird. They only managed one shot on target. I think they only had like eight attempts or nine yeah. attempts. One shot on target from like less than 40% or something. It hey, was
1: ridiculous. Hey, Sam, the Canaries scored a goal, and it wasn't oh. Timu Puki.
0: True. It was a defender I had on my DUD2 team, <laughs> and they still managed to lose because they're bad.
1: <laughs> and they still managed to lose. Uh,
0: if you couldn't hear what I said on the Facebook Live halftime reaction or full time reaction, I think this was mm-hmm. actually because I was running errands right. during halftime. Uh, was I was hungover in bed watching nice. it from my phone. So it was this was the full time reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why they continue to stick with Daniel Farca. And he's he getting. Do picks very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it, they don't look like improving. No. Like Vieira wasn't getting great results, but they look better at right. Palace. We've said this time and time again. Mm-hmm. This is now the third season that I've been aware of Daniel Farca, and he's been shit the entire time.
1: I Norwich is perfectly fine with already going down. Yep. I think they I, are, too. I, I think their front office is perfectly fine with already going down.
0: Five of the six metrics for relegated teams that they put up on the screen, mm-hmm. they are on pace to beat the records by multiple, multiple like the worst, the worst situations. goals against, the worst, the I lowest I think they're on points. pace to get nine points instead of 11 or seven points instead of 11. Uh-huh. I think they're on pace to concede 95 goals where the previous record was 83 or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, y'all can look this up, but uh, right. just it was they put it up on the screen. Right. I didn't write it down, and I'm I'm really mad at myself that I didn't. But there there's so many different aspects of the game that they are fucking shit at, yeah, and they don't look like improving in those situations. No, it's absolutely pitiful. It's fucking pitiful. And I
1: promise to wear my AirPods this yeah. weekend so you can hear what I actually have to say. And uh, Leeds, you know what? You got the two guys you wanted to see scoring, scoring. Rafinha and Rodrigo. Hey,
0: uh, uh goal scorer challenge. thing. Uh-huh. Top of the league, by the way. Nice. And I picked Rafinha this weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm probably bottom of the league because I still haven't picked anything since like one of the last international breaks. Nice. Yeah, I guess I got to find the link again and maybe do it. I skipped four weeks, and I'm still top of the table. I think it's because all of us aren't paying attention to it. I'm actually just hitting them, though. Uh, Irons, as we talked about it to start off the show, the irons are on fucking fire right now. Yeah, man. Good Lord, they are playing out of their fucking minds. It is
0: absolutely wild. And again, a right back gets involved. Ben Johnson with the opening goal. Cutting in, left-footed strike yet again. Get around the computer, you two. No,
3: it's my my bum (laughs) arm. I was trying to reach, but then I realized I can't hold anything with this arm, so.
0: Is it that you couldn't? Or is it that you didn't want to? Oh, I yeah, because it's malort. I
3: tried telling him earlier. I went, "Oh baby, I've had some ibuprofen because of my arm. I probably shouldn't have anything to drink tonight, but you know, beer's not a drink, so it'll be okay."
0: <laughs> Fuck you, do your my Um But Ben Johnson scored another mm-hmm. fantastic fucking strike.
1: Yeah, that one. I you know, you you can't give him that kind of room. I mean, I know it's an outside back. I know you don't expect, but. He got to cut in, and they just gave him room to fucking take that shot. And Emmy, it was—I don't think Emmy expected that shot to come off, but it also he and five
3: guys to watch it he, go by. He
1: could have done a little better with it.
3: let i mean, later on in
1: the match, he had the—he had the second goal that he—that was scored on him. I—he uh, was claiming that he couldn't see it, but it—it it was clear. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Declan Rice just. Oh, I'm sorry. No, goal number three. Goal yeah. number three. was oh, Okay. The one, yeah. Yeah.
3: Out of yeah. four, it was really hard to figure out which one. Um, Emmy, you called it when he was being very- um, Lippy? Mm-hmm. And humpy uh, of the airy. <laughs> and humpy, humpy of the
1: airy. There's Hola. another name title. <laughs> humpy of the airy. along with Braveheart.
0: Nice.
3: And you said Pride comes before the fall, and then Arsenal- Kind of uh, tossed him around a bit, and then now, like I was like, oh, I think I uh, mentioned to you that who his cojones must be heavy because they weighed him down and he missed. Oh yeah, you shot.
1: did say that absolutely, and and it seemed like you know the the Villa found a way to get themselves back into the game, a hard kind of hard fought goal for for uh, Watkins Watkins, and then just immediately gave up the goal to. Uh, Rice, and then after that, it just became really, fucking really chippy. Kansa. Oh, by the way, well, I did forget—I did forget to was, mention this, but uh, because we're about to talk about all the violence and assault that happened <laughs> in a moment. Oh yeah, they um,
3: assaulted him again.
1: Leeds, Leeds, Norwich City, <laughs> thirty-two fucking fouls in that game. By the way, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, that's worth mentioning. It's 30,
0: a game 30, after. That's a game 30, after me own heart. Thirty-two
1: uh, fucking what? fouls.
0: It's a game but, after me own heart.
1: Uh, but then two. Cases of assault happened in no, the it, same no, play. No, no, uh-huh.
0: no, this this in this game. Okay, it was just halftime entertainment. Was all it was. This was the WWE trying to further their brand. Oh
1: <laughs> yeah, that, how? Okay,
0: in the UK by doing a halftime performance of what looked like Stone a Cold Steve Austin, uh, Mick definitely Foley, line that Mick dude. Foley, and um,
1: <laughs> I, I guess you can't they. I guess you don't give a red because of the elbow because you continued the play. and you, you had to red, give
0: a red for that. But
1: then you give a red for where the penalty happened because of the advantage. I mean, he, that easily could have been two red cards. In, in listen, one play, two listen, reds. Enzuri, Both center backs out of the match.
0: Enzri the Rock Kansa <laughs> definitely gave the people's elbow. <laughs> oh, fuck And it, should did. have been sent off. Yes. I'm yes. not sure why. Referee didn't even blow for a foul at any point, mm-hmm. including the next piece of play. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, how is it they push McGinn like ass over heels and that dude doesn't get a red card?
0: Because he was standing over top of the mm-hmm. player that got punched yeah, that going, was, get up you fucking that was, cunts. That was, that was <laughs> yeah. funny.
3: That
1: McGinn gets pushed By over. It's the McGinn. two smallest and, men on the field in Lanzini and, McGinn, and, and McGinn, Bowen. And McGinn gets the yellow for it too. Listen. <laughs>
0: I'm two generations removed from my Scottish roots and I'm fucking disgraced by this cunt. All
1: right. (laughs) You fucking
0: stand your ground, mate. You got a blue eyed blonde haired Englishman that looks like a stick figure and a five foot seven inch Chilean in Lanzini. I don't even know where he's from.
1: Argentinian.
3: Argentinian. McGinn you, took a page out of Jack Grillish's book and was fuck like, out. You're oh, Scottish. you're going to push me? Well, fuck, I'm going to go the whole way and maybe you're going to get a ride.
1: Fuck
0: you. You're Scottish. You stayed. Kieran <laughs> Tierney wouldn't have done that.
3: Yeah, but <laughs> nothing of <laughs> as funny as McGinn. That's a funny little fucker right there. It's terrible. Oh. You know what? That's right. The least Guinea, painful piece
0: back. of that was him falling on his ass because it has a lot of cushion.
1: There is a lot <laughs> of cushion on that one. <laughs> um, 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 That was... Disastrous to say the least, and then for but Matty Target belt.
0: Stone Cold Steve Austin style on fucking <laughs> yes. Miguel Antonio. Yes, that was brilliant. <laughs> that I love. That was my favorite piece of the whole thing. I was he fucking that? Stone Cold stunning him? Yep. Stood up and crushed a beer can on yeah. his forehead.
1: Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but the problem was he's, he did all that, and Bowen scored at the other end. Yeah.
0: It, nothing less than Bowen deserved, by the yeah. way. He had a brilliant game.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty fucking, the, the, pretty fucking crazy. The
0: scoreline was obviously quite flattering uh, for West Ham. They scored a few of those goals right at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, he, I mean, this was, what, 10, 12 minutes after the, the initial red card where Villa turned a screw. Mm-hmm. And I would worry about that from a West Ham perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, they lose a player, and then they took the initiative. Uh, now West Ham weathered the storm and fair enough, but Ali Watkins, what was it, three minutes after the red card hit the crossbar? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you yeah. you got to be more organized than that. You got to be ready. You have an extra fucking player on the pitch, so you right. got Michael Antonio standing up front by himself, and the other nine outfield players should be marking somebody, and they weren't. Right. So you got to pay attention to that. On a serious note, you have to take that. And I this <laughs> week I would work on the ten man drill, you
1: know, being up right. Right. I, I, I would work on my 11v10 uh, oh, this week I'm sure I'm sure David Moisiola is going to have a little conversation with them about that. Cause of course he is. he's, he's a tough fucking Scotsman as, that doesn't as, stand for yeah, that shit. Fucking,
0: you know what he should do is call John McGinn and tell him how to stand up for his country.
1: <laughs> Very good. All So So, uh, Mel, do you yeah. think as you get ready to do your shot of Malort, There's starting to be talk about Dino Smith, and he might have done all he can do. Do you think he's done all he can do, or do you think the team's going to be all
3: There's a lot of debate in the Villa group about Dino's job. Um, But as you pointed out, who does Villa think they're going to (laughs) get?
1: Right, exactly.
3: Although, was it Nuno's available (laughs) now?
0: You don't want that. No, no. I Honestly, I I, I think that is a um, vast overreaction from the media. Yeah, I think Dean Smith is still the guy.
3: Yeah. I yeah, agree. I agree. There's pieces. It's it's going to flip. Um, Mings maybe needed needed to be benched, but also nobody knew what they were doing until Mings came back in the game. Yeah, right. but then
0: Mings also went on the I'm young and I'm yeah. going to try too hard thing. Yeah. Right. You remember the, the weird scuffle he got in player after player on the left side trying to play out of the back? Mm-hmm. Right. And nothing ever happened. He elbowed somebody. God. In a normal coming together, it was right. just in their chest. It so wasn't in their face. What like, what I'm hearing, like, uh, what's is, his name uh, did?
3: <laughs> Villa's playing a bit hard. That. So, here's my uh, Halloween poem for my shot. If you weren't in our Drunkard United Football Club group with all the hashtag bans, my Halloween poem was Trick or Treat, Smell My Feet, West Ham Fucked Villa
1: a haiku (laughs) yes very well said uh,
0: but that just so you can find it for sure it's drunkards united fc on facebook uh ask to join it but you have to uh like at the football show first yep
1: very good uh, to do that uh wolves completely dominate the first half of uh of the match against everton
0: i it's november yeah i was working no worries then i had to coach the kids I didn't see a lick of it. I didn't hear a lick of it. I don't know anything that happened other than Raul Jimenez
1: scored the winner, and I'm super happy for that. So a few things there. Um, uh, The Wang uh, scored. Unfortunately, he was premature on the play, (laughs) so it got called back. Um, (laughs) Then uh, Everton's... uh, just amazing set-piece defending shown again. Dare I say,
0: say, was it just (laughs) pre-ejaculate?
1: Yes, it was. Because...
0: What was to come?
1: Yes, so to speak, was, was a goal. Uh, Pick, Pickford made two huge saves. There was the goal that got take, that got disallowed, and then finally, a set piece play puts one in the back of the hey, net.
0: Let me tell you something:
1: Huang would not be the
0: first person
1: outdone by a
0: romantic Mexican.
1: Okay. Now, if you want to talk about the romantic Mexican's uh, goal. It's one of the most beautifully laid balls I've ever seen by Ben Godfrey in my life. The problem was it was in the wrong direction. It was on the wrong guy's foot. <laughs> this perfectly little this weighted ball back towards the goal. <laughs> problem is wrong goal. <laughs> and yep, Jimenez just ran on, put it away. Uh, um, I love this trope. There is uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the best trope we have. Is Huang jokes? Huang <laughs> <laughs> jokes. <laughs> then in the uh, the seventh ring of hell has been open Sam because um, JPEG started Sam died no oh no JPEG started (laughs) Fabian Delph came on as his substitute in the second half
2: so in a world
1: where both JPEG and Delph are are healthy healthy at the same same time and sub in for one another hey the end of the world is coming. The seventh ring of hell has been opened. This is a reference. <laughs> yeah. This
0: is like when Lewis Black stood with his uh, <laughs> with his father between two Starbucks, Starbucks like, an, an, each all, like an Alzheimer's patient.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> what do you say when you, walk? hey,
0: John, fancy a cup of Joe?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I whenever I think of uh, Lewis Black with his balls, I always think of what are those strawberries for, son? <laughs> My balls, son. My balls. The yeah, the whipped cream and strawberries. What are those for, Dad? My balls, son. <laughs> my balls. I always – my favorite uh, is moo fuck milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, allow me to say this. Uh, better second half out of Everton. There are starting to be actual pieces on the bench that are healthy, so Rafa will start to have options. I still, part of me, think that uh, it's all an inside job by Liverpool for uh, – Rafa to fuck us over, which is coming already because we've lost three on the bump. And uh, to that, I say, um, hey, Alex Iwobi scored. You're welcome.
0: You're fucking welcome. 40 million, and three years uh, later, he finally scored a goal that meant something. Oh, no, wait, no, it didn't mean anything. didn't mean did a fucking thing.
1: <laughs> Not a fucking uh, thing.
0: That is single handedly the best piece of business Arsenal have done in the last 20 years. <laughs>
1: Fuck Selling my Alex Iwobi to you. Malort. <laughs> it's Alex Iwobi for your mouth. <laughs> sure money.
0: Sorry, I'm still laughing. <laughs> this is sure money. This is the segment in which we give you our God's honest betting picks. To help you with yours If you go along with ours You are guaranteed to win a shit ton of money Ironically uh, Because you never fucking do Uh, Mm -hmm. I lost, of course Which, again, that was the last week I could still be guaranteed to be up I am plus $84 right
1: now (laughs) That's good, come come to this dark side with me. Sammy, let's see what you got going on. Uh, I made two bets and neither one of them hit, so uh, I bet two favorites and neither one of them covered for me. Even though Chelsea won (laughs) by three, they needed to have one of those goals be in the first half. So I have at least the red drop points and I'm starting to feel Pat's Chelsea pain. Uh, Let's go ahead and put that in the Dortspiret Cup of losers (laughs) and You know what? Nothing, nothing fucking fancy. I'm kind of getting tired of it. You know, I just I pick heavy favorites and I fuck up.
2: Big Sams, lock of the week.
1: Good news is it's now ten bets, so it's now a nice round number. Sam, ten percent of the time it works. One hundred percent of the time. Mel, this one he didn't have to break the calculator out. No, 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 (laughs) no, no. I did not. How about that? Is
3: ten percent the lowest it's been to make a hundred?
1: Yes, this is the lowest.
3: <laughs> We've officially hit rock bottom. I, I now there's still 10 points to go.
1: Oh, you want to hear rock bottom? Give me give me City to beat United. I'm risking 137 to win 100. Nice. Because I just desperately need to fucking I win. I cannot wait for this game to be a draw. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to mean I lose mine as well. Okay, very good. <laughs> but I don't good. give a shit. Alrighty, so uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us what else is going on. Absolutely. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling
2: friend, Pat's Pick It A Week.
0: Obviously, because I had to coach today and we're recording a bit later than usual. Pat just sent in an email Mm -hmm. because he has to get up bright and fucking early. Uh, So he writes in, so I'm finally in the black. Finally. Okay. Uh, A whole $15 up. So I'm going to make the bet I always regret. I'm going to bet on Chelsea. Let's see if the gambling gods will allow me to actually make money on them after years of bad mo- years of bad mojo. <laughs> so I'll parlay $100 on Chelsea minus one and a half goals at minus 140 and the over two and a half goals at minus 150 to win $185. They should easily beat Burnley three or more to nil. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure now that I have money on it, it'll be a one-nil snoozer.
1: (laughs) Have a (laughs) great week.
0: Have a great week. And I'll talk in two weeks because I guess they're on break next week.
1: (laughs) Yes, break's coming up. They are. Not a bad bet. Not a bad bet. The way they're playing. But he's picked Chelsea, so he's going to get So he's going to lose. Yeah, he's going to lose. Yeah. All right. Now it's
0: time for me. (laughs) Uh, And... I told you last week that the toss-up game was the Brentford Burnley one in my parlay. Everything else in my parlay hit except that one, and it lost in fucking spectacular fashion. Yeah, it did. Uh, so, you're like, ah,
1: it's 3 nothing at half. Fuck my bet.
0: Yeah, so my cup of losers mm-hmm. was, uh, which I didn't write down. This is all fake at the moment. Um, but my cup of losers is uh, if you're going to lose, at least lose fantastically. Heard. Very good. So there's that. Uh, and I'll pass it over at some point. My new one is a three-way parlay, of course. Because that's how we roll. That's how I do it. Sure money, by the way. Uh, Villa over Southampton. Okay. Southampton sucks.
3: Heard. <laughs> <Southampton laughs> Have you watched us play lately?
0: Southampton are bad. You no, are a good. better team. We that,
3: need the confidence booster. Okay,
1: that's good. Ken, Kenny's then going to you know give you shit for picking against Southampton. That's fine. You know what they need? What? Villa? Dev Louise back. Yeah. Not Douglas Douglas De- De-
0: Louise. Douglas Louise. David Luiz, <clears throat> glad he fucked off. <laughs> uh, Douglas Luiz, they need him back, and they'll be fine. Anyway, Villa over Southampton, City over United, obvi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Palace over Wolves. I
1: think Palace are a better team than Wolves are right now. I would tend to agree, even though Wolves are on a roll. I mean, they they're uh, they haven't lost in their last five, but I tend to agree with you. I think Palace is the better side right now. Yep, that nets me.
0: And this is why I couldn't resist it. I just picked the first three games on gut feeling. Bang. Parlay, parlay, parlay. Mm-hmm. Plus $1,374 on a $100 bet. Well, you hit a big 1, parlay before. $1,374 right. on that parlay. And I honestly believe that this could come out. Okay. Like I, I, I have a good feeling about this, uh, which means it's going to lose miserably on the first game that I'm involved in. Uh, but that's fine. It's okay. And then you're in the red,
1: like the rest of us. Well, I'll only Pat, be Pat.
0: down $16.
1: Actually, Pat can fuck off with Chelsea, and then we'll all be down.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'll be but awesome. I'll, again, I'll only be down a sweet $16. Very uh, good. So there we go. And you know what else we have, Sammy? <laughs> What's that? That makes this segment a little better, even though that I've turned it into the master class that it is. Uh-huh. We have a chicken to make it a little better than that.
3: Kitty hit with West Ham and now sits at four and five. So this week, I gave her Arsenal hosting Watford, and Kitty quickly showed me an old Polaroid of her hanging out with David Gilmore, Roger Daltrey, and Mick frickin' Jagger. Besides being rock and roll loyalty, they are also loyal Gooners, so Kitty is clearly picking an Arsenal win.
1: Which means they're going to fuck off. (laughs) No, they're not.
3: I don't know. Kitty's been picking better games than you have.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and she also hangs out with rock and roll loyalty, apparently.
3: I said royalty.
0: Well, Mick Jagger's been loyal to rock and roll his whole (laughs) career, okay?
3: (laughs) Loyal to a lot of things. (laughs) Those gents are some royal, loyal gunners. Heard. Very well done. And uh, you know what I can pronounce, though, Houston? What's that? I can pronounce gamble safely. And responsibly,
1: championship corner.
3: I've fallen and I can get up. Mm. Oh no,
1: but hit muds so so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I edited it out, nobody can hear it. <laughs>
1: yeah. We know, we know, Mel.
0: Um, speaking of loyalty, uh, real quick, the kind of thing that you can see on Drunkers United FC, our closed Facebook group. Was uh uh our friend Ken mm-hmm. with the bring out the torches uh post that he made earlier, uh, which was um one of the women's super league players in England. <sighs> yes, uh that had uh, <laughs> it just said women quote men aren't loyal, also women, and then it had <laughs> I I can't remember this player's name to save my life. Had and her. I I apologize for that. Yes. Yeah it's,
1: yeah. Uh, but playing for two different sets of rivals. yeah. Played for Everton, played for Liverpool, (laughs) played for Man United, played for Man City. Yeah, that's some loyalty right there. (laughs) This
0: is very funny. Very funny. Uh, Anyway, bringing up the championship, uh, Fulham extended their lead in second place with a win at West Brom, uh, 3-0. Sheffield United lost 1-0 to Blackpool, which is obviously a bit of a setback. Stoke drew 3-3 with Cardiff, and Bournemouth maintained uh, their lead at the top with a 2-0 uh, win away to Redding. QPR drew it home to Knott's Forest, which leaves Bournemouth top with 37 points, Fulham in second with 32, West Brom in third on 28. So a bit of separation mm-hmm. starting to happen between first, second, and third. Yeah. Uh, Coventry in fourth with 27, Huddersfield in fifth, um, and Blackpool in sixth. Uh, And they round out the playoff places, both of them uh, on 24 points, but obviously separated by goal differential.
1: Yep, very good. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Uh,
0: There was a cunt in League 2 that refereed a game between two very professional (laughs) football clubs that uh, forgot about the stoppage time at the end of the first half. Really? and decided to correct his error by making everyone come out on the field, play in the same way they were playing in the first half for four minutes, blew a whistle, then made him change sides, and then begin the second half. Wow. What? Wow. This is a professional football game.
1: What are you doing? Just, just. This is the shit that happens in seven-year-old soccer. The four, the four minutes didn't happen. It's okay. <laughs> Move on from it.
0: No, add it on to the end of the yeah. game.
1: Uh, the coaches aren't going to care. Don't add it them, on to the end of the game. Don't make them come out and play and then switch.
0: Idiot, <laughs> idiot.
1: And it was also I probably have, the four most useless minutes of football ever played. I also
0: have on good authority mm-hmm. that uh, BT Sport did not have a reporter at the stadium. Mm -hmm. So when they were doing their soccer Saturday rounds uh, on television, going to brief snippets of each game and talking about what's happening, almost like NFL red zone. Right. um, They were relying on fan tweets to figure out what the fuck was going on because they didn't actually send a reporter to the stadium.
1: (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Bad form. Fantastic. You fucked up also
0: a national broadcaster. You dunce.
1: He mm-hmm. fucking right. dunce. Excellent. Well, I got a I got a little parting word, but I'm going to do that after we go ahead and send everybody off. Sam, I'll do it right at the end. So, thank you so much for joining us, boys and girls. Next up is injury time, where we recap uh the beers that we were drinking, we check in on a few of our favorite clubs from other leagues, and uh, then we preview the weekend's action in the Prem. Sam. How does one find injury time?
0: One more time for you, ladies and gentlemen, is www.patreon.com backslash show and sign up to the one super shiny new and improved platinum tier of $5 a month, and you will fucking figure out all the extra stuff, and it is absolutely glorious.
1: Just want to say today is the anniversary of a very good friend's passing, uh, an icon in the business. One Mr. David Pickerel. Uh. So, just very quickly, just want to say raise a glass. This one's for you, Dave. We love you. Until next week, everybody. Good night.
2: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Spread to be a fan of fucking Everton. you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, K.A., the fucking Cooter Graham. Stunned them, my lord. Looked straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Go United! Go United! Get the fucking new button!